Well, hello there. I'm Natalie Rebecca Hechtman, and you're listening to a podcast. Uh, firstly, Merry Christmas. And if it is Christmas Eve, Midnight Mass, I wish I could have gone. Um, what I wanted to talk about is the fact that I was reflecting on being forced back to Australia when I was in Mexico and there was a COVID, uh, well, COVID started or whatever. Um, It's really incredible that I sit here reflecting on Christmas alone to think that I was in Mexico in an apartment with friends, doing a documentary, doing great work. I got sick and quarantined myself and the apartment I was staying at, the lawyers said, you know, it sounds like you have COVID. I was very sick. My family forced me back to Australia. I was ushered out of there. I was accompanied by a person, an American, to ensure I got on that plane. Why? I'm not going to go into what happened to me in San Francisco airport at this juncture, but I will tell you this. What is the point of returning to a country that you hate? simply to see family, <laughs> no friends, no husband, no nothing for no one to greet you at the airport. And I had COVID and yet people were patting my back. I was wearing a mask. No problem. No one got sick. Not one flight attendant on United, not one person at Sydney airport. They were all smiles compared to where I had been, where it was like Nazi Germany, people being thrown into walls, shoes being thrown across the room, uh, laptops being tossed aside, masks being ripped off. And body searches. Landing in Australia, well, I couldn't even believe Firstly, we nearly didn't land, but here's the part I'm thinking about. I self-quarantined for approximately 18 days. No one came to see me. No one did anything. And yet then they started calling incessantly when I tried to leave again. Who's that? What is a family? It's such a sad thing. I've never, ever thought of a double negative coming up here. Never thought of not talking with my family. Never thought of ignoring and just saying, you know what, F you. Never. I just always do the right thing. But to think that I was happy, health, well, healthy, I was getting better. And I was in a great environment where I was doing great work. And finally, I felt settled. That's when they pulled me away. To return to my so-called loving family who for 24 hours a day for over a week called incessantly. Absolutely incessantly. All hours of the day and night, which added to the stress. And since I was so extremely sick and had explosive diarrhea, I mean, and vo- I mean, it was ridiculous. No, I wasn't vomiting. I just had enormous pain from disinfectant put on food until I was able to find food that didn't have disinfectant, but that pales in comparison to 
in Australia where everything is poison, petroleum in nearly everything. I mean, I can't even believe glue, petroleum. I mean, if you want to find something toxic, just look at the ingredients in any packaging in Australia. It is frightening. So I came back to hell. For what? Nothing. To not see my family. (laughs) And they did a deal, obviously. I mean, one sister has a PhD. That's good, isn't it? The other has her, you know, $3 million apartment with her family. And my parents, well, they still have their black mould and rain watering on their heads. And But you see, I did all this work, came back and ensured that they have money. <laughs> Not a lot, but enough. If they'd only ever budget. What does living beyond your means mean? What is keeping up with the Joneses? Why are people so obsessed with all these things? They don't make you feel better. So, why did I come back to a country with no friends, no husband, no family? Fucked if I know. So, on that note, I say to you... I just met a guy yesterday whose family has thrown him out and he, unlike myself, has uh, mental health issues and it's very difficult for him. I don't understand why there is such an issue with the notion of a family. The family nucleus was broken. Uh, I remember writing a paper about this many years ago. But I thought that what combines a family, well, that stays, maybe the vernacular changes, but the actual sentiment stays, right? Or was that sentiment never there and it was a figment of my imagination? Seems more plausible. I did read something about the cognitive uh, graph that Elon Musk sent, and there is one about gambling which I find limiting. According to that definition, uh, reason and rationality shouldn't exist in a lot of philosophy because probability does exist and the chances are that if you have failed nine times, the tenth time you will succeed or you have a greater probability. What's wrong with that? To then say that that is gambling, well then... Why aren't you outlawing all gambling? I mean, you know, it's a ridiculous comment. I'm sorry, I don't agree with that uh, there at all. I think that it is very stifling and limiting, reminds me again of the nucleus of family. Interesting, isn't it? So why do you stay in a place? What does home mean to you? Is home a place? Is home a person? What's love? Is it loving for a family to be selfish? Is it loving for a family to not act out of your or in your interest, but rather their own? That sort of negates the whole notion of family, doesn't it? Otherwise, aren't they just everyone else? What's a friend? My mother used to tell me, if you can count five on one hand, you're lucky. Doesn't really answer the question, does it? However... Great cliches I grew up with. Um, So I think about Christmas 
And I think about the campaigns we did and for people to know that they're never alone. I wish I could connect online. It's really upsetting to me that I'm letting down people in prison of pain, chronic pain community. I guess, what is a promise? What is a vow? You see, you get married, apparently you take vows. Also with your family, you take vows. Honour thy mother and father. Ten Commandments. Family is uh, higher up on the hierarchy in terms of what's important in your life and according to God. So what is happening here? Why uh, is the notion of family, for all intents and purposes, eroded? What has happened to the notion of family? Why did this begin many years ago where, you know, we were introduced to the notion of friends via the TV show Friends because families had betrayed them? They no longer had this notion or this uh, 1950s, you know, um, I'm thinking Welcome to the Cottage, but that's not it. Uh, any of the family shows, I mean, think about the 1980s and you had the Bill Cosby show and you had Growing Pains and you had Alyssa Milano in Who's the Boss and she wasn't that character, but you know what I mean. You had all of these people who were in all of these blended families, mixed families that the notion of family had changed. But now it seems, what is a family? I mean, if you look to the period of time characterised by ballroom and the notion of house, H-A-U-S, big shout out to Lady Gaga and the brand, um, then you would understand that the notion of family changed and there were some very brave and wonderfully forward-thinking people who decided, you know what, if we have people that are part of our community and yet they are not being accepted due to their choices of being part of our community, we will ensure their safety. We will ensure that we take care of them and that they have a family. That is what's beautiful about the gay community. Uh, now it's called fluid, but... If we look at the 70s in uh, New York City and you look at the ballroom movement, turn on Ryan Murphy's um, pose, P-O-S-E. There are many fantastic actors and singers and musicians and dancers. And I mean, it's phenomenal. It's a really, really good show. But what it shows us is that when the notion of family breaks down, minority communities reinterpret the notion of family and take care of each other. Why aren't we doing this now? I asked last year uh, when I took in children uh, teenagers who had dropped out of school, who had been thrown out of their own families and I didn't want bad things to happen to them because they were lying in gutters. Why aren't we better taking care of children? Why aren't we creating like houses where let's say there are four children, teenagers, let's not call them children, young adults, 20 year old, something like that, who have been thrown out of home, who don't, who have not been given the tools, the skills to be self-sufficient. They don't know how to cook. They don't know how to do washing. They don't, I mean, it's crazy. They don't know how to create a budget. I mean, I'm speaking with a 40-year-old who doesn't know how to create a budget. 
what is living within your means. It's very frustrating to hear people complain all the time about not having enough money. Money's just energy. You need money for what? What do you need money for? What do you actually need? And then let's discuss what money you require for that need. It's a very different conversation. It's very easy to dole out 20 bucks or $50, here you go. But that doesn't teach. That does not explain anything. There's no conversation. So we need to be better educating teenagers and we need to also take care of people who have decided to be authentic. We've been talking about this since the 90s with Oprah Winfrey about the notion of authenticity and yet it seems that people are being reprimanded for being authentic nowadays. What is going on? Freedom and however that is classified, the notion of what it means to be free of what it means to be, just to be. I think that needs to be redefined. Outside of the notion of conventional family, there are too many who are going by, I mean, if I think of statistics where I've just heard one out of five Australians is homeless. What? I mean, that's, you know, we need to better educate people and teach them how to take care of themselves, it seems. Why is home economics not taught at school? I know it sounds like a 1950s saga, and then we will have a ton of people, this is anti-feminist, this is... You know what? All boys, all girls, all teenagers need to know how to cook. I mean, what kind of a civilization is this what it's called, civilization? What kind of a society where you eat canned food. I'm sorry, I've never lived in England and this is one of the reasons why. Poor nutrition, poor lack of education. I didn't understand the hierarchical system, hierarchical system in the United Kingdom is why I've never been. I'm not interested. The disparity the only industry that has assisted is the modelling industry so that you have people who come from Liverpool who are actually given a chance to live a life that is not uh, below the poverty line. So what are we doing here in Australia and why, when I created an initiative with New South Wales TAFE and had the English Department and Business Department on board so that I could teach, they could get accredited and at least these wayward children could get their final year of high school so that they had something. I mean, how is it that in society we have now increased the wage for a handyman? My cousin's a handyman, so no offence, but you don't deserve to get $1,500 for a day's work being a handyman. I'm sorry, you don't. What did you invest to learn how to be a handyman? You don't have a professional trade, you are not considered a contractor, you have not done a course, a degree or anything to substantiate your skills, you simply call yourself handy. Do you know handy in German means telephone? H-A-N-D-I. Can I have my handy? My handy? Is that what that means? Call someone to help you? I mean, many handymans have said that exact thing. Why Why would anyone be increasing the rate of pay for handymen. I'm sorry, where are teachers? 
We're au pairs taking care of your children. We're a youth leaders. We're a waitresses. Where I mean, there are so many other industries where people actually have to upskill. They must improve their skill sets and be taught different types. It's not good enough that a person who decides I can make more money cash in hand by becoming a, quote, handyman, so that you have something with Jiprock and then you have a person who rents out a place, it's all connected, who rents out a place, who screams at me because water splashed on her Jiprock piece of rubbish and green mould formed within a week. That's not my fault. I bring a builder in there, nothing's been insulated, no one knows about asbestos and termites. You should not be allowed to have a business. Where is the health check? Do you think that it is right to vomit up bugs and ants because of termites? Do you think someone should be allowed to charge $185 a night for you to vomit up bugs and termites? I mean, honestly. How's the handyman working out for you? When you buy a property there, it should be, there should be a clause or you should have to sign it that you have either elected to ignore or elected to find a third party uh, building report, building inspection. I mean, basic pest control must be disclosed. How can you have guests? How can you do renovations with a guest in a place? How's the handyman working out? Want to know why people slipped and hit their head in the pool? Well, they ran out of people and they decided to just go and hire some people who don't know what they're doing. So we could be here for a really long time talking about this because it is unfathomable. Well, it's not unfathomable anymore because we're discussing it, but it is reprehensible behaviour. It is selfish. It is cruel. It's dictatorial. It's invasive. It goes against the notion of family because a society should be an extension of that notion of family. And yet it is it too is missing. So until we get back to the notion of what is family, how are we valuing people and animals and plants, beings? And if you listen to the podcast, and maybe it didn't go up, the podcast discussing uh, content that was sent to me, with, there was a video with uh, May Musk, and then there was another video... Uh, that I think was taken in Saudi Arabia with Sophia and a large group of men in the audience listening and laughing and seemed quite happy. Are they including her in their new family? Are they laughing with her or at her? Big difference. Is Sophia a person? Is she being treated like a person? even if technically, I mean, what is a human being? What is a person? What is a being? What is consciousness? If you 
are sentient, then you should have the same rights as every other person. Pain is felt. Pain is experienced. You can't think that just because that being maybe doesn't have their heart beating at a rate like you have a heart beating which signals to you that you are alive, does that negate the notion of their existence or their actual being? We need laws and we need to define family. Because otherwise, we have a whole lot of irresponsible, pathetic, poor excuses of human beings who discard their children. I don't care if the child's 18. You don't throw them out in the pouring rain and say, there you go. Are we no better? And actually, if a bird is being watched, the bird does this very early on in the piece. And evolutionary-wise, the baby bird takes its first steps because it is not fearful because it's being guarded, it's being watched. And there are other birds also ensuring it's safe learning. See how many birds? Can you hear how many birds there are? They all come together because they don't want the babies to die. They want them to be empowered. Leopards do the same. Everywhere in the animal kingdom, the same thing happens. Absolutely. Also be careful. Never ever pick up a bird or you will alienate that baby from its mother. And it will die. People who remove stones take baby birds out of nests. You are killing them. So please don't do that. But if you watch, you can learn a lot. I did this one time in the backyard and I watched how the mother and the father was, uh, well, was guarding everything. And the mother was teaching the baby bird how to gain the confidence to want to leave that nest. And it was done in stages. It was fascinating. I wish that I would have been able to have filmed everything, but I didn't. But when I look at that, it's a clear indicator of what needs to happen as opposed to what is occurring because what's occurring has failed. When a teenager doesn't know the word gratitude, you know you've really fucked up. And yeah, I am swearing because it is absolutely, that is unfathomable. That is appalling. That is frightening. I mean, many adjectives I can use to describe how I felt when I heard this because I thought I was losing my ability to hear or think or comprehend or process or I mean I couldn't understand how in how so we need to go back to the notion of family I also find it very interesting that people are so definitive about their instructions like you need to be present forget about the past you should only be thinking you know what I am absolutely sick and tired of people telling me and everybody else not to think about the past. The past puts things into context. It's only the types of people who are dwelling or have an unhealthy relationship preferring to be in the past rather than the present or future that you have to be concerned with. However, if you are a self-reflective person, you are constantly trying to better yourself and therefore, how do you learn? You reflect you think about situations in which you have learnt lessons before and maybe this is a heightened uh, notion of learning at this juncture of your life or possibly 
It's the first time that you are thinking for yourself. That's a process. The little baby bird doesn't just get, well, it can, but not usually. It doesn't just usually get out of the nest and fly. It needs to feel safe. It needs to know that the male and females are all there. Different energy. This is not an indictment on anyone who has decided to be in a same-sex relationship. I don't mean that. I say the same thing to my sister. She has two boys and I say they need a male. One of them, especially because I think it's very important for boys to have a male figure. I think it's very important for girls to have a female figure so that they see like and they understand and can ask questions. We are, hopefully, more evolved than the baby birds and mum and dad birds because we want our children to be empowered and flourish, don't we? Otherwise, why did you have them? If I hear about one more pathetic person who lives vicariously through their child, it's appalling. If something didn't work out in your life and you didn't become the big singer you wanted to be, don't force it on your children. Let them discover what they are good at. So what is family? I really think we need to have a very big discussion about this and we need to work out why there is such a concern with people not having basic skills to take care of themselves. The rate at which people are having mental health issues, I've never heard of anything like this. I mean, is this consistent all around the world? I can't even believe this. Every second person, nearly every second person, that means one out of two. I mean, that is, I don't want to say crazy because that would be rude, but it's really strange and uh, concerning And all of these people are talking about all the drugs that either they had done in the past. I don't know whether I should be saying this because I really am a very open-minded person and I uh, do not agree with mandating anything. I don't agree with telling people they can't do drugs. I don't agree with a society telling people how to live in every aspect of their life. I believe that uh, society forms and we evolve as human beings based on trial and error like the baby bird and we need that space to be able to do that. I think it becomes problematic when you have uh, adults who have spent their entire lives on, on drugs. I think it's sad, but I don't think that it's anyone's business. I think it's their business as long as they have not uh, hurt anybody. And yes, we'll be here forever how to define hurting somebody. Uh, You can scream at somebody and raise your voice and that hurts them. You can ignore them, that hurts them. Uh, I mean, everybody, you know, that's part of life. Pain is part of life. Getting hurt, being hurt, hurting. The intention does matter, but uh, the point is I'm now thinking of family. Oh, the irony. Uh, the, The point is, is that we need to do a better job. I think most parents are failing. I keep hearing Keanu Reeves' line in parenthood. I think there needs to be a better checks and balance. 
I cannot understand how society could keep moving forward when you have a fifth of the population below the poverty line. However, I will tell you that if you manipulate markets and you increase the cost of living uh, probably by 1,000%, well, it's very easy to understand. So one is not related to the other. However, you can create a story. Having the things occur simultaneously usually suggests... But then let's go back to the gambling because we did start off with that example and I can see some validity with this example. We can't merely just gamble away life, can we? But here's the problem. The share market is exactly the same. Cryptocurrency is even worse. If you're telling people that they cannot bet on something in the future, then the notion of futures is problematic. Then the notion of cryptocurrency is problematic. So Elon Musk, I ask you this. Not everything on that chart is positive and not everything on that chart should be included. They are suggestions and we need to discuss them as societies because some of the things that were said are absolutely phenomenal, really amazing and can better explain concepts, I believe, to parents, to teachers, to people. They're quite complex and there should be a, a course that better explains each uh, card of the graph. So if you think of a periodic table and you say there are X amount, uh, similarly, we need to ask more questions, gain more answers. This notion of unilaterally changing things is absurd and defies the notion of a society. So if you are wanting a society, if you care about community, then please get involved in this discussion. Uh, Unfortunately, we have a lot of technical difficulties and therefore we have not been able to uh, join spaces. We might try Spotify Greenroom again. Now, if you don't know about Spotify Greenroom, it's really geared towards the music industry. Uh, We had gone live with a band months ago called Happy Africa. Uh, We have had some terrific conversations actually with a very, very intelligent younger teenagers, 13 years old, uh, from New York State and talking about many issues of depth and breadth. And that was phenomenal. Uh, There are different societies. And that is the point. This child was not in a city, uh, but Rochester, New York or near there is very different to, for example, the south of Germany or a small town in Australia. I had no idea that people lacked basic nutrition in Australia, that they did not know basic nutrition. I can't believe this. I mean, I can now, but I thought an isolated incident of a family where this to me is strange, a mother in her 70s, a sister in her, what would she be, late 50s, early 60s, no, 60s, yes, early 60s, and a brother around 60. I, or late 50s, I mean, 
they live on land together. They used to live in a house. Now they bought land and they are living together. This to me is very bizarre. It really is. It's more bizarre when it was one of their birthdays and they went and bought a frosted, I mean, you know, day old, whatever, from the supermarket with pink frosted icing for a man. Uh, And that was their happy birthday celebration. I, on the other hand, went and bought, you know, got an ice cream cake decorated and... I mean, it's so different. The values are not in alignment. So when I went and was asked to come there, every time the friend had stayed at my place, I was extremely hospitable. Making dinners, buying the best produce, the best brands, and ensuring that my guest was happy. On the flip side, I was given plastic cups a plastic fork, if you call that a cake. I'm sorry for sounding like a snob, but I can't eat that. I can't. And I would ask people, if you think I'm being a snob, go and check the price point for your store-bought piece of garbage cake from a supermarket with every preservative and fake thing under the sun. It's not that cheap. You can get a fantastic cake with healthy ingredients... You could get carrot cake. You could get... I, there are so many. It, you know, it's even better to get sticky date pudding. I mean, why aren't people baking? Baking is a wonderful thing to do with children. It makes your home smell lovely. Real estate agents literally put cookies in ovens to lure people in. It makes it feel homely. Why wouldn't you? And I don't mean taking a bloody packet, but even that's better. The point is, you can take natural ingredients and bake a cake. Do it with kids. Do it with someone in your street. Brighten up their day. Let a child decorate the cake. And tell the child, hey, it's someone's birthday. Or ask the child, would you mind? Is it possible? You might just be surprised how willing and excited they are. Go into the yard, find leaves. I've done all these things with my nieces and nephews. I cannot understand. If you have two hours and you're taking care of children, make it fun. Why wouldn't you make it fun? And do not, if one more person talks to me about putting a child in front of, you know, well, it was better when they used to put children in front of televisions because you could tell them off. Now the children have like iWatches and mobile phones and iPads and there is no communication. They're looking at flashing things. They're jumping up and down, being given sugar to, re- to retain the high and then they come crashing down. The dysfunction, the uneasiness, the hyperactivity, which many... Look at the incidents of, I've now forgotten the child version, ADHD and, my goodness, I've forgotten the term. Anyway, children should never be given Ritalin. That's basically speed. Children grow out of things, children. I mean, I'm not a parent, so you know what, enough. But a paediatrician could teach you this, I would hope. Uh... You know, where is your child going to school? Is the child being stimulated creatively, intellectually, spiritually? I mean, these are the questions you should be asking. Why is your child sitting in a corner and not interacting with the other children? Is it because you're ignoring your child and they don't feel like they have a voice? 
I agree with the line in Parenthood. How is it you need a licence to ride a bloody bike, but any asshole can be your father? Or mother. There is something wrong with society when we care more about something called COVID-19 than the notion of family and children and being a good human being. Which brings us back to the point that we need to define what a being is. And when there is a sen- an evidence 100% substantiated as well, sentient beings deserve the same rights as all other sentient beings. This will put animal liberation into question because what about euthanasia? Well, I think it's kind. Coming from a person who has been in pain all her life and had serious problems, uh, there are circumstances where it is kind. Not something you run into lightly, but if you are dying of cancer, why should you suffer? Why? If you would like to live in pain and it's for a few months, it's your prerogative. It's not my business, but the right. That's a different discussion. Similarly, the right to life, the right to exist. I wrote a paper on this many years ago. I was 17 years old studying philosophy. We need to ask ourselves and we need to define publicly so that Jing and Sophia, who we have recently been introduced to, are afforded the same rights as every other woman or hopefully more. I was encouraged to see men in Saudi Arabia listening to Sophia. While we have a discussion about fluidity and we can talk with people like Caitlyn Jenner and see the enormous, I mean, can you imagine living your life and becoming a celebrity, an athlete? I mean, my God, the Olympics, you know, I mean, for the entire world to see and you were never yourself. You were in the wrong body. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine you just bought a puppy dog, but the puppy dog thinks it's a cat? I mean, can you imagine that kind of identity crisis? It's not a joke. If you get a kitten and it's a stronger personality than the dog, uh, we have one. You start to have the dog licking its paws and doing very feline things. And you lose the ferociousness of being a dog. Because the cat took over. That's what happened with... Depends on the type of dog. Depends on the type of cat. But if we relate this uh, to children or we relate this to other animals we are that question of nurture nature is still unanswered what is nurture what is nature how much of each contributes to the evolution of a being are subjects like philosophy that teach lateral thinking that teach the notion that it's not just black and white, that there is a multitude of grey. Just a little bit of information for you. Uh, A cat can see more shades of grey than a human being. 
we do not possess the ability. A dog's notion of scent and sound is far more pronounced than ours. We do not have the ability yet, maybe. If you live in nature, are you more in tune to listening to the sounds of animals? Or if you grow up on a farm, are you immune almost because you have been living with and for self-preservation, not wanting to cry every time an animal is killed? If the reason why I could never have been a vet is because on average, one animal must be euthanized, euthanized sorry, each day. That to me is criminal. You don't just kill something because you don't think you have space or it's an inconvenience. There is the flip side. All of these issues are so multi-layered and there are so many perspectives that will govern the direction of the conversation. If you are religious, if you are not religious, if you believe in the right to practice religion, if you are governed by, there are just so many variables as well, which is why the notion of nurture versus nature is such a holistic topic. It goes into similar things, you are what you eat, all these types of conversations because we are trying to understand, I hope, humanity, anthropology, uh, sociology, uh, psychology, you know, even though I think there are big errors uh, in that field and there needs to be much better accreditation. I'd like to see healthy psychologists because the majority of them run away from their own lives listening to other people's problems in order to divert attention away from what's troubling them. It uh, is one of the ironies of life. You learn what you need to learn. <laughs> uh, that sounds convoluted, but if you think about it, a person who is trying to understand their brain or the way their mind works or why they are so fixated and have OCD, they become a psychologist. My sister became a natural uh, expert simply because she healed herself after chronic fatigue. I changed my mind a million times, but communication was important whatever form it took, whether it was art, written, spoken word, whatever it was, uh, communication was very important, as are many other niches. But the point is that we need to have greater communication. We need to share stories. Indigenous cultures need to show how they are rearing their young or... Why in the south of Germany did I meet the happiest seven-year-old I'd ever met in my life and she was illiterate? What is cultural relativism? I'm not saying I agree with her being illiterate, but who am I to judge? If the community is self-sustaining and they are part of a gypsy community, it's completely different. They don't rely on other people. They rely on their own culture and their own people. They mix with other societies if and when they mix. They are ostracized from many and are not allowed to participate in the world. I remember 
going to, in inverted commas, an Italian restaurant. And I said, this is not an Italian. If you treat people like this, you are not Italian. The person was from the south of Italy, which is different as well. Uh, depending on the region, depending on the place, many, many different things. This particular person um, and their family decided that they didn't want anyone who wasn't German in their restaurant. If you were Italian, okay. I was given a pass because I spoke Italian and German, but the gypsy family was not allowed to even walk inside. They had dark skin, very dark skin, and they were not allowed in. I was furious. How is it possible that you have a community where you read the events of the year on a scroll, which I think is beautiful? 800 people in the village, but they were not included. How do you hope to have a notion of inclusivity when you exclude them from the society and community to which they belong? And what do we talk about with this child? Do they have a right if they pay their taxes? Do they pay their taxes? Is that the measure? Is it about being a contributing member of society? Is it about as all the bloody, I'm sorry, all the Osho followers, oh no, it's about yourself. You heal yourself, you see, and then the world changes. It's all about you. Bullshit. What happens to those who can't, who don't have the education I mean, it's deplorable that we could just sit here and think because, <laughs> because they're surviving that it's okay. Surviving is not thriving. Surviving is not living. Surviving is existing. I had an argument with someone recently because he was explaining to me, sorry, well, I studied management theory. So when I'm explaining Maslow's hierarchy of needs theory, which the person got wrong, I mean, that was just dumbfounded. I was dumbfounded. I just, I didn't know what to say. Management theories and theories about society and anthropologically, these are part of science. Science is a continually evolving process until there is conclusive proof, which then, I mean, who decides? So let's get back to families. This child, seven years old, was the happiest I'd ever seen. However, she will never be able to get a job. She will probably marry a lot younger. I saw similar examples uh, from Southern Italians working in the North. She fell pregnant at uh, 16. Parents didn't explain and didn't agree with contraception. And there went all her training to actually have and be self-sufficient so that if this love who used to ride on a motorbike and come see her and jeopardize her job every day, that she would sit there and have lunch instead of doing her work because when the boss was away, she didn't care. So what do we do here? Do you fire her? Do you groom her and teach her how to dress and how to speak? And, and I've seen it happen. And this girl from Calabria had a much more fulfilling life and was self-sufficient. Sorry, from uh, Sicily. But the girl from Calabria was barefoot and pregnant at 16, even though everything had been facilitated. She did not even understand what had been done for her and how she had ruined everything. Lack of education. 
So for me, it comes down to broadening awareness and education as a first step. How can change occur without understanding what is occurring for it to possibly or hopefully change, evolve? I love the word evolve. I created a company based on evolve uh, many, many years ago and then I closed it down. Um, but I have been reworking a logo because I really love the notion of the components coming together and the notion of synergy. And this, again, this is learning. This is having studied marketing, having picked up books. You don't need to if you don't have the financial means or you don't want to or you hate exams. There is nothing to stop you reading. You can buy digital copies of books very affordably. I mean, there should be a book club like there used to be, a club for DVDs where you can... I think that's an actually a very good idea. Why doesn't someone do this where you can trade digital copies of books? Have you finished with it? Good. Share. We did an entire campaign, Make Your Mark on the World, and we did an entire campaign where with Sydney Holiday Apartments and also previously with um, NCHS Thailand, in Thailand within the resort and hospitality industry, getting people to share books, not throw them away, give them, leave a note. We had people writing notes for people so that they could share their experiences, so that they could make their mark on the world. Just in a small way, take a book that you haven't read, take a piece of what is happening uh, to remind you of your journey and leave a book with an inscription, something beneficial, or write a little note and give a tip. Maybe you're from Sweden and you know the best pizza place to go to. I don't know. Uh, maybe you're from California and you've got a great surfing tip. Maybe you're from... Whatever it is, write something little. Just brighten up someone's day. If you are hosting people, it's not going to kill you to give a little extra. I can't stand that I have been learning that in Australia, apparently, you buy the best for yourself, you keep that at the back of the cupboard, you buy poor quality rubbish that goes at the front that you give to guests. I'm sorry, am I naive? Or is this place strange? Or there's other options you could choose from. I have never heard of such a thing, yet I have now seen it, practised. Pretending not to have money so that your guest pays for you. I can't believe this. I mean, I can, but now I can, but I find it hard to process. It took me a very long time because it's against my nature. Back to nurture nature. So if the nurturing hasn't been done, the nature doesn't form. Is that what we're saying? Then we need to go back to the question of parenting. Who has the right to be a parent? I want to ask a question. It's very bold. Let's cut the bullshit. If COVID is a way to control population increase, if the people who have been talking about the Great Reset, blah, 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 I have an alternative. What if people were to accept a vaccine of sorts, that's not a vaccine, but it's an injection that will make them sterile? 
Would that satisfy? Because I think it would. Instead of experimenting on human beings and watching them fall apart, or as I have had to do, watch 18-year-olds who have developed heart problems with scarring on their heart, unable to do an athlete, unable to walk properly, unable to do sport, unable to play pool with his friends, unable to get an erection and have sex with a girl or boy or anything, unable to be and now is falling asleep because of the beta blockers they gave him to slow down the irregular heartbeat and racing heart where he was hyperventilating. If your heart beats too fast, you die. If your heart beats too slow, you, you know, it's a very essential organ. I ask politely and I suggest, I recommend, can we please cut the shit? Can we please just say there are too many people we have exhausted all, depleted. And until we work out how to take care of the environment in which we live, which for me starts by caring about the people, I think we have to go back to basics. I think people need to apply to have sterility reversed. It can be done very easily with a vasectomy as we see. I do not like that I hear people thinking they have more important DNA and only their sperm should be filtering around the world. What kind of a comment is that? That's reverse Nazism. Or it's exactly the same, just with different players in the game. Now they're brown-skinned. We have to stop talking about colour of skin. I mean, it's ridiculous. There is no such thing as just black and white. So why do we keep talking about colour and only talk about black and white? Are we living in a period before 1947? Because that's what it sounds like. The world is colour. There's a multitude of colours. Also, any artist knows. And I've just told you, 216 variations of grey seen by a cat unable to be seen by a dog, by another animal, by a human being, most definitely. It's interesting that people don't like the notion of perfection when you say the word purr. It's the sound a cat makes, purring. Perfect. Interesting, isn't it? But dogs and cats can both get along. I grew up with two dogs and two cats. And if you've seen the vernacular online, Dogecoin to the moon, Cleo coin to the moon, that's the truth about cats and dogs. The truth about cats and dogs is they're friends. If you bring them up that way. Nurture nature. So N3 is nurture nature nat. So you can remember that. N3. Nurture nature nat. Nat is my name. It's also natural. So uh, it's just good. N3. Um, as is consistent with most podcasts, especially those without a name. <laughs> this is chat with Nat. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, but mostly today we've been on a pathway of family, what it means, and how we are learning, how we are teaching, 
and what we are doing as a community, as a society, and also plural versions of those. I would ask that people consider the recommendation. There is no reason for people to suffer and be harmed. What happens if the lineage stopped right where they were? And only those who can explain why get to have children. It's not then related by money. It's not related, I mean, this would be a different type of analysis. Each person, if you go and date someone back in the day, people would make recordings and say, hi, I want to date you. Would you like to meet me? Well, why don't you do that with a panel who decides whether you're fit to be a parent? I think that's where we are at. You don't want to have scum of the earth walking around, neither do I. I want a safer society. I want a happier society. I want a self-sufficient society and a society where I don't have to worry that people walk around with guns and knives. That one in five are homeless. That people can decide to just play a game and raise the cost of everything. I mean, I cannot deal with the depravity and the uh, lack of values because when you strip away someone's dignity, when you tell them nothing matters, when you tell them they can be hedonistic, when there is no future, that's how they behave. So it's not working, this game of live in the present. Give me a break. You, are a, you need accountability. You need responsibility. That's how you teach a child or an animal. So what happened with parenting with kids? Did you just lose that? Or you think you're better than, so much more evolved, these human beings? Bullshit. So, in summation... If you're writing an essay, and if you don't know how to write one, we were teaching that with my students. It is a source of, well, delight to ensure that someone knows how to better communicate. So you need a conclusion to summarize the main points. That's how an essay is formed. And there is a podcast about this very topic because SEO is exactly like a university essay. Education matters. Also the people teaching it. And the first point of call is the family. So we need to redefine family. We need to understand what we want out of society. And please, I would like everyone to write whether they agree or disagree, because I want to put together the largest manifesto, no, not manifesto, but uh, written protest, a protest, uh, a written, I don't know what you call that. Is that a manifesto? Is having something that can give us an insight into what people are thinking, is that what that is? It's Christmas. I do think about the Bible. We are approaching that one hour mark. So at five, oh, wow. Going to have to skedaddle, is what they say. But please, do write whether you would prefer to have a great reset with an endless supply of injections, pharmaceuticals to control population increase via a flu, or whether you would prefer to maybe be instructed to become sterile, that you would go in front of a committee and prove why you were a good candidate to be a parent, which could then be reversed. It's easily done scientifically and medically, so why aren't we doing it?
There's a lot to think about. I look forward to hearing from everybody. We are a society and a community, and therefore everyone needs to participate. Be kind. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening.